hello, hello. Welcome back to my podcast, Alchemical Serenity, leading you down the path, through the trees, into the fields, towards a beautiful sea, and helping you to find your most authentic you and the path you were born to lead. Thank you again for tuning in. Just in case you're new, I'm Carolyn, and I've been treading my spiritual path somewhere around 40 years now. Along the way, I've learned many different subjects within the energy and spiritual fields, which I'm sharing on this podcast with you today. Now, these are my own opinions, and other opinions are available at most outlets. The topic this time is back to our wheel of the year, um, as we're just entering the phase of the spring or vernal equinox, also known to Wiccans as Astara and to Druids as Alban Elir, which is Welsh for the return of the light. I sat writing these notes down for this um, podcast during the recent snowfall and it really didn't feel like spring. I couldn't see the snowdrops or the crocuses and the tree branches were very heavy with snow and some were bending down so much further than they should do, which made me wonder if I was actually going to lose any branches of my cherry trees. I own a husky and she was delighted to have something different to roll in other than wet grass. She trotted out with a look of disgust howled at her discontent and then realised what it was and flopped down on the grass. My retired horses, however, were rugged up and they always have the option to stay in their stables or to potter out onto the stable yard itself or into the field and they're quite happy living their best lives. So back to my podcast topic today. I can't believe it's been nearly six weeks since I recorded Imolk. Once again, the year is flying by far too fast. Now, I'm writing this from a British and Northern Hemisphere viewpoint, as obviously that's where I am and where my ancestors are. But I appreciate in the Southern Hemispheres, many people are celebrating autumn equinox. The spring equinox celebrates the proper start of spring. At this time, the sun and moon are in balance and we have equal light to dark hours of day and night. The equinox falls on or around the 21st of March. This year it's the 20th of March at 9.24pm. It's all about awakening, rebirth and fertility in all its glory. Ostara was a Germanic goddess. She was the goddess of spring and dawn. She was also go by the name of Ostra or Estra, which is where we get the name Easter from. So it was a pagan festival long before the Christians chose to use it for their own purposes. The first reference to Easter was by St. Bede, who in the 8th century wrote in his book, The Reckoning of Time, in chapter 15, titled The English Months, he said, Ostermona has a name which is now translated as Paschal Month, and which was once called after a goddess of theirs named Easter in whose honour feasts were celebrated in that month. Now they designate that Paschal season by her name, calling the joys of the new rite by the time-honoured name of the old observance. Ostara, however, is actually a very recent name adopted by Aidan Kelly in 1974 when looking for names for his witch's calendar, and it's part of the Wheel of the Year for the Wiccan religion. Whether pagan, Wiccan or Druid, this time is celebrated with the same symbolism, that of a goddess of dawn, 
of the return of light and the fertility of the awakening earth. Across Europe, symbols of Easter are painted eggs given away as gifts to bring prosperity, abundance and blessings. Hares are also very, very popular as a symbol of fertility at this time of the year because obviously you see them out in the fields more. And you may even see them boxing. Now, <laughs> I never realised this until a while ago, that it's not actually two males having a fight over a female. This is actually a female boxing off the ardent interest of the male hare. Hot cross buns are a firm favourite as well. Again, these have nothing to do with Christianity, which was the way I was taught. They are Anglo-Saxon and the cross represents the four faces of the moon. They also represented the elements of air, water, earth and fire. Hot crumbs buns toasted with lots of butter are one of my favourites at this time of the year. However, during the reign of Elizabeth I, a law was introduced stating that buns could only be baked for special occasions such as burials, Christmas and Good Friday. The first recorded reference to hot cross buns was in Paul Robin's Almanac of the 1700s, whereby it read, Good Friday comes this month. The old woman runs with one or two a penny hot cross buns. Snakes come out of their winter hibernation at spring. They shed their skin and they lay eggs, another sign of birth and renewal. And on warmer days, as the season extends into April and May, if it's dry and warm, you may find that they're out basking in the sun. I remember one year moving some hay in my hay barn and there was an adder. Um, I left her there. She killed the mice and the rats. We had a very symbiotic relationship. She'd swear at me for waking her up and I'd put the hay bale back very quickly. Spring includes the most popular bulbs appearing. Snowdrops, crocus ears, daffodils, hyacinths and tulips but there are many flowers now appearing that tend to be forgotten or thought of as weeds. Lesser celandine and its pretty yellow flowers, violets with their purple or white flowers often found in woodlands, and the creamy lemon colour of the primrose, all representing the end of a long winter. Something that happened in our house was the blooming of the amaryllis bulb, bought by a friend for a Christmas present. We have nurtured it and it's now in full bloom. So what else represents spring? Crystals for this time of the year you could use would be sunstone. This stone brings out positive solar energies and with the returning of the sun hours is a perfect stone for promoting balance and it can clear and energise, help to alleviate stress and increase vitality. Moonstone is also another good one. Well, obviously, if you have the sun, you need the moon. So this stone is the perfect balancing stone for the sunstone. It also helps with inner growth and strength moving forward and bringing about inspiration and creativity. Using both of these stones at the equinox or around this time of the year will bring about the growth you need to move forward. If you're wanting to make yourself some incense for burning on a charcoal disc, this one is created by Scott Cunningham in his book Incense, Oil and Brews. It's specially for Astara and also will welcome in the spring and refresh your life. You need two parts of frankincense, one part of benzoin, one part dragon's blood. Now I just need to say this is not real dragon's blood, so please don't go looking for any dragons or trying to extract their blood. Dragon's blood is actually a plant. You need half a part of nutmeg, 
half part violet flowers or a few drops of violet oil, half part of orange peel, half part of rose petals. Now, each of those parts are could be a teaspoon, could be a tablespoon. So whatever you use as your main one part, perhaps for the benzoin, you would use half of that amount. It's your choice of how you'd make it. However, if you don't have the time to make this incense, there are some super ones on Etsy. Bear in mind that charcoal discs need to be burned in the appropriate dish that will cope with the heat. They also smoke. And once you've added even a little incense, it could smoke really well. I have on several occasions set off the house fire alarms and ended up with all the windows open and shoving my incense out on the patio. If you think that you may have a problem, then maybe look for an incense cone or stick that will clear and refresh your life on a much smaller scale. So if you want to celebrate this time of year, what can you do? Well, if you already follow a path, then you might have your own way of doing things if you're Wiccan or Druid, or maybe just a standard pagan idea that you have. But if you're new or looking for a way to get into the spirit of the spring equinox, then here are some ideas. One, set aside an area you can use as a space of reflection. On here, you could add some flowers, some bulbs, maybe a statue of a star or something that represents the goddess in all her spring abundance. Use this area for meditation, connecting with your higher self or just generally sitting in that thing called quiet. <laughs> Number two, paint some eggs. If you enjoy painting, there are some lovely ideas for painted Ostara eggs on places like Pinterest. They are absolutely beautiful, some of them, but I'm not patient enough to be able to make these myself. Number three, cook a special meal on or around the 21st. This can be anything of your choice depending on your preference, whether it's meat or vegan. Four, cake. We can't have a celebration without a cake. So my suggestion would be something like a light and refreshing cake, um, such as lemon drizzle cake, which you can have a nice with a nice cup of herbal tea. Five, Start planting those seeds. Have you decided what you'd like to grow this year? Perhaps tomatoes would be a good one. What about a mix of bee and butterfly friendly flowers? If you have a garden area, you can donate to wildlife. If you only have a small garden or with only space for pots, or perhaps you've only got a balcony, this is so much more you can grow. Two years ago, I even found carrots that grew only two inches long. We grew them in pots near the house. They were fabulous and the rabbit loved the tops. Six, take a spring walk. There is nothing better than getting outdoors, even in the rain. I absolutely love the smell of woodland after a rain shower. That earthy, leafy, alive smell that is part of forest bathing. Just smelling the aroma is actually good for us. Seven, spot which trees look like they're going to burst into bloom or leaf. Don't forget to watch either the ash or the oak, when which one comes into leaf first. This leads us into whether we're going to have a dry or a wet summer. The old saying goes, oak before ash will get a splash. Ash before oak will get a soak. This is comes about when I go around talking to my farming friends who are desperately needing um, a wet spring this year or yields of crops are going to be low. Number eight, I mentioned this in my podcast last time, spring cleaning. 
having a great shift of energy um, in case it, it, it's also great for shifting dust. So having a big spin clean um, inside and out, include the garden, um, include any flower pots and any tubs ready for your veggies and flowers that you're going to grow and start that compost heap. Start storing up your vegetable matter that you can put out there in the garden and get things moving. I mentioned growing above and according to the National Trust website, here's what they suggest you could grow and probably find also in their gardens this year. Vegetables to harvest or buy are cauliflower, forced rhubarb, kale, leeks, purple sprouting broccoli, savoy cabbage. Vegetables to sow and plant are broad beans, cabbages, early carrots, early potatoes, lettuce, onions and spinach. Vegetables to sow indoors in greenhouses are aubergines, chilies, peppers and tomatoes. Astara isn't about just a one to three days around the 21st. It's really about the weeks that follow that date. It's only the turning point and from then on we are still in the energies of Astara or Albanalia as we walk the path towards our next festival of Beltane on the 1st of May. If your time is precious and you can't fit anything in, then just light a small candle to the return of the light, the blossoming spring and the coming season. And if all else fails, there's always chocolate Easter eggs. The equinox is a time of balance. It's a pagan festival that has changed over the years. Stories and traditions are passed down, reinvented or have morphed into something more modern. Nevertheless, they are part of our heritage and can be elaborately or simply observed. Balancing the mind, body and spirit can be a conjuring act and if we're overactive we can wear ourselves out and if we're underactive we have no energy at all. So taking a break from that to-do list can be a worthwhile exercise in maintaining energy and balance. If you have 10 jobs to do, just complete 8 of them. Balancing our emotions is just as important. Don't allow that inner dialogue to take over. Instead, get out into nature and observe the subtle things like the wind blowing in the trees, the birds singing and the spring flowers are growing. And don't forget about that sunlight. After all, this is the time of the year for the return of the sun. It's about rebirth, being reborn and fertility. And now maybe you can see where the Christians took their Easter story from. Don't forget you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram as Alchemical Serenity. And that's it for this time. Thank you for tuning in and I'll see you again very soon. Enjoy the solstice, love and light and many blessings.